Are we going to do like the one, two, three, go? And then did we'll we, be like, did I go? No, did you go? Did you already click it? Do we go and go? Yes, I did click it. Well, that's what I thought. So. Good so morning, go. everybody. We can't decide who's going to start this Bible study today. I said you would. Yeah. Um, We're finishing up 2 Corinthians, which I'm excited for, because then we're moving into Romans. And then after Romans, we're moving into the book of Ecclesiastes, which is exciting. That's what we started today, but we're behind on these a little bit, so we're trying to get caught up. And Ecclesiastes is one of my most favorite books of the Bible. So I'm super excited to go through it. And it's one of yours, too. Well, yeah, it definitely is. And I don't think it's normally... Um, it's not I don't taught. think people do it... When they do it, I don't think don't they do, do it, it justice. justice. Yeah. yeah, no, they, they don't give... Because it's an amazing book that you can definitely learn so much in. Yeah. And it is... I think a lot of people don't teach it because they don't know how to how to take it. And if they do take it, they take it over spiritual. And they say, well, see, this is the reason why we need God. Well, yes. Yes. I mean, ultimately, <laughs> yes. But there's so much more to it. Yeah. And I think a lot more. Don't give it away, though. Don't talk about it yeah. now because no. you need to talk about it then. Because right. I think that um, your take and understanding, because um, you, you take things in a very, like, literal um, stance. I, I don't know. I think it's really good. So I'm excited to do that. But of course not that we want to take away from finishing up second Corinthians or Romans because, uh, just, yeah, and I'm not going to hurry. Through, I mean, to, I can't, to I study. can't hurry through Romans. That's not going to be possible, but that's what we have coming up here in the near future. Um, we are indoors right now. Um, so if you listen to the last one, we haven't posted it yet, so we don't know for sure if it worked okay, but hoping we can start kind of recording more outside, doing some video. We just really enjoy having you guys with us and, and wanting to be in the Word because if we are not in God's Word every single day and rooted by the truth of that, then what on earth are we doing in this life besides being tossed to and fro? You want to go ahead and... The kids are outside running amok. Um, you guys want to go ahead and pause this and spend some time in prayer. And then when you're ready, go ahead. And um, if there is anything at all that we can do for you, anything we can lift up in prayer, if you need someone to talk to, if you have questions, uh, literally anything at all that we can do, please just reach out to us and let us know. You can go to APHomeChurch.com and all of the info to connect with us, to learn more. If you're new, whatever it may be, everything's on there. So try to make it easy for you. And we are going through the whole book, so... and. We are in chapter 11 now, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if you we haven't listened. 11, 12, and 13. If you haven't listened to the other ones. Probably go listen to those Go first. listen to those. <laughs> It'll make more sense. Yeah, because we just go through the whole book. And I'm just going to jump into 11. So if you haven't listened to the other ones, you'll be lost. And that is the point of our daily Bible studies. These are based off of the Bible studies that we do with our children every morning. Um, we read the Bible, the whole Bible, all of it start to finish we don't cherry pick stuff out of books out of areas it's the whole thing in context it means what it says and it says what it means how do we take that how do we apply that to our lives and so that's what you will get with our daily bible studies anyways it's just moving through the bible and reading everything and looking at it and saying what did what did this mean to the person it was 
you know, written to? What does it mean to us now? How do we, you know, go on from here? So that's what we do with all of it anyways, because um, we think it's important not only for us to be in the word and to understand what it says, but to make sure that we are teaching these things to our children and that they can understand it and stand firm in this foundation. Yep. All right, so we'll go in 11, 1. I hope you put up with a little more of my foolishness. Please bear with me, for I am jealous for you with the jealousy of God himself. I promised you as a pure bride to one husband, Christ. But I fear that somehow your pure and undivided devotion to Christ will be corrupted just as Eve was deceived by the cunning ways of the serpent. You happily put up with whatever anyone tells you, even if they preach a different Jesus than the one that we preach, or a different kind of spirit than the one you received, or a different kind of gospel than the one that you believed. But I don't consider myself inferior in any way to these super apostles who teach such things. I may be unskilled as a speaker, but I'm not lacking in knowledge, Morgan. We have <laughs> made this clear to you in every possible way. <laughs> that wasn't me. I think no. she she commented to uh, yesterday's yeah. yeah. say that we should start a club, and I said yes, we are going to start a club. Before we started this, Brandon's um, his mind really does work quicker than his mouth. And he's also dyslexic, which does him no favors. Um, he said before this that we could start our own calendar of the Brandonisms. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Morgan, you said that, yeah, that's how you are too. So that's why you two can uh, <laughs> catch each other in these things. Yeah, I think I just have a different way of processing information. You do. But too. I think that's... And, and sometimes, like, I... I I can't hide my emotion on it. That's what Alexis always says. Mm -hmm. that she loves it. And that's why we should film some of these things. Because oh, yeah. I can't, when I fully get a grasp on what something is trying to say, if I when I fully understand it, especially if I know it to be wrong, hmm. I'm like, well, biblically, it's, it's mostly what we're talking about. But here. I think that's what's so important to see Paul here and saying. I feel like the voices that we have out there that are the well-known voices part of that super apostle uh super pastor way of it is because they are these crafty skilled speakers and yeah i was saying what... yesterday in in the in the one the corinthians study we did yesterday that in Corinth here, this was like they had these motivational, like mm -hmm. spiritual speakers that would come and talk. So this is like the like the to Tony it. Robbins or like mm -hmm. the the Oprah or the. Well, I mean, look at all the Christian mega stars. Like, you can't be a Christian motivational speaker. Like that. That's an oxymoron. Like that doesn't. What are you doing? Yeah, there's a ton um, of them too. But that is such a big thing now. I mean, and you look at these people. They are such skilled speakers. You listen to them, and if you aren't, if you truly don't know better, and even when you do know better, sometimes it's hard because they are such great speakers. That by the time you're done listening, you're like, wow, yeah, okay. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. You you shouldn't be coming to this knowledge of Christ and this, this understanding and all of this because of some skilled, crafty speaker. That's not what 
should be the mm-hmm. foundation for these things in your life. If you are seeking out a system, a building, a group of people to make you feel full in Christ, then you're missing the whole point of all of this. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, where are we at now? Seven. Was I wrong when I humbled myself and honored you by preaching God's good news to you without expecting anything in return? I robbed other churches by accepting their contributions so I could serve you at no cost. And when I was with you and didn't have enough to live on, I did not become a financial burden to anyone. For the brothers who came from Macedonia brought me all that I needed. I have never been a burden to you and I never will be. As surely as the truth of Christ is in me, no one in all of Greece will ever stop me from boasting about this. Why? Because I don't love you? God knows that I do. But I will continue doing what I have always done. This will undercut those who are looking for an opportunity to boast that their work is just like ours. These people are false apostles. They are deceitful workers who disguise themselves as apostles of Christ. But I am not surprised. Even Satan disguises himself as an angel of light. So it is no wonder that his servants also disguise themselves as servants of righteousness. In the end, they will get the punishment their wicked deeds deserve. And we are not far removed from this still today. No, we need to remember that, that disguise. We don't think things that look right, sound right, um, can't. We we believe, oh, no, that has to be godly. That's not the case. It could be Satan disguised. You know, and that's ex- what a lot of these things are. We were just watching yesterday. Uh, Apologia has a new series out called Cultish. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. But they did one on, uh, their Bethel. newest one was on Bethel. Mm-hmm. Or their first one was on Bethel. And talk about you talk about demonic and, yeah. and satanic. Disguised and as light. they light. had yeah. a, a woman that was and came from Bethel. Mm-hmm. Exposing, exposing, but mm-hmm. and and calling it out, and it's. I mean, even she was saying, "I mean, these are just straight demonic." I mean, it's just... well, you know, the example I gave the kids, because uh, Travis, after we had um, discussed this, you know, in our family Bible study, he kind of brought it up and was asking me questions later on in the day, and I said, I gave him two examples, and I said, "Okay, what is the greater danger?" Am I more concerned about a giant bear coming up in our yard and attacking you kids while you're playing? Or am I more concerned about a poisonous snake like we have in the creek, we know we have plenty of, biting you guys because they're hidden down in the grass and and they're right there where everything should be okay and be fine. I'm way more worried about the snake than I am the bear, Mm -hmm. right? The bear... I know would be bad, right? Like if we saw a bear coming, we'd see it from a mile away. We don't really have bears in our area. <laughs> I mean, not too far away. So no, it would be do, We do, but we, we it's have... not something we see normally right yeah. here, closer to the lake, <coughs> right where we live, not not really. But if we saw a bear coming, we would see it. You know, we right. would see it coming. We would see the danger. We would see the threat. We could, you know, easily get from that. A snake lurking in the grass, which we have poisonous snakes here. A snake lurking in the grass i mean that's where you think everything's okay you're not you, you know that's mm-hmm. a real danger and so so often it's these things that are coming off as good as okay as jesus love it you know it's all of these things disguising 
as light. And that's why you will see us in these and in our podcast so often calling out those things because it's the wolves in sheep's clothing. It's the things being disguised at light that are the, the real danger, you know, that many don't see because they can be hard to see. And so that's the thing that, um, yeah, continue to call them out. They're false. I mean, look at Paul right here, verse 13. Those people are false apostles. Mm -hmm. Done. Like, false, done, moving on. Yeah. 16? I think. Yes. Oh, so that's what you're talking about. I'm helping you. Again, I say don't think that I am a fool to talk like this. But even if you do listen to me as you would a foolish person while I boast a little. Such boasting is not from the Lord, but I am acting like a fool. And since others boast about their human achievements, I will too. After all, you think you are so wise, you enjoy putting up with fools. You put up with it even when someone enslaves you, takes everything you have, takes advantage of you, takes control of everything and slaps you in the face. I'm ashamed to say that we've been too weak to do that. Uh, Lots of sarcasm coming here from (laughs) Mr. Paul, (laughs) in case y'all aren't catching that. But whatever they dare boast about, I'm talking like a fool again. I dare boast about it too. Are they Hebrews? So am I. Are they Israelites? So am I. Are they descendants of Abraham? So am I. Are they servants of Christ? I know I sound like a madman, but I have served him far more. I have worked harder, been put in prison more often, been whipped times without number, and faced death again and again. Five different times the Jewish leaders gave me 39 lashes. Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was stoned. Three times I was shipwrecked. Once I spent a whole night and day adrift at sea. I have traveled on many long journeys. I have faced danger from rivers and robbers. I have faced danger from my own people, the Jews, as well as from Gentiles. I have faced danger in cities, in the deserts, and on the seas. And I have faced danger from men who claim to be believers but are not. I have worked hard and long and during many sleepless nights. I have been hungry and thirsty and have often gone without food. I have shivered in the cold without enough clothing to keep me warm. Then, besides all this, I have the daily burden of my concern for all the churches. Who is weak without my feeling that weakness? Who is led astray, and I do not burn with anger? If I must boast, I would rather boast about the things that show how weak I am. God the Father of our Lord Jesus, who is worthy of eternal praise, knows I am not lying. When I was in Damascus, the governor and your king Aretas kept guards at the city gates to catch me. I had to be lowered in a basket through the window in the city wall to escape from him. That was a low point of his life. What? Escaping from the government? All right, I'm not going to go into that. (laughs) All right. Chapter 12. Chapter 12. Pretty clear what Paul was doing there. I mean, he's defending Mm -hmm. his his credentials. He's saying just because I don't bring them to the table all the time doesn't mean that I don't have credentials. And my credentials are better than anybody else's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have, you see, he was he was trumping a little bit there, <laughs> but he had a right to do it. Well, but there, yeah. I mean, the point of not having to 
But notice how he said that he was talking like a fool the whole time Mm -hmm. when he said that he was trolling. Well, because if you just want to play the credential game, that's worldly foolishness. Mm -hmm. Like, is that really what you want to do? Do we really need to sit here and play the credential game? Or can we just sit down and talk about these things and you can go and seek God's truth and grow from there? Because that's what I'm here to do. If you want to play the other game, we can play it. Well, the teachers, at the, of course, that's what they were doing is mm-hmm. they were coming exactly. in and calling into credentialing, just mm-hmm. like what happens today. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, who are you to say this? Mm-hmm. Nobody. Because guess what? Neither are you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Verse 1 in chapter 12. This boasting will do no good, but I must go on. I will reluctantly tell about visions and revelations from the Lord. I was caught up to the third heaven 14 years ago. I'll go ahead and stop there because I'm going to make this a pre-millennial plug. This is the same Greek word, obviously, caught up, harpazo. Um, Rapturus. Rapturus in Latin. Where we get the word rapture. So when people say the word rapture isn't in the Bible, you're right. It's that's the word where it came came from, caught up. Caught up. To the third heaven 14 years ago, so he was snatched away. And it's the word is in a in a violent kind of snatch. Like if you were to Like if your children catch, was walking too close to the up, edge of right, the Grand Canyon and, and you would you, reach over and, and catch them yank up, them back. Yank them up. Uh, to the third heaven fourteen years ago. The third heaven, obviously, these being the two dimensions or not dimensions, but the two that we know of the earth and the sky yeah. above us, and then yes. above that would be the third heaven. 14 years ago, whether I was in my body or out of my body, I don't know. Only God knows. So that's a pretty intense vision. It was so awesome, but I'm not sure if I was like... Yeah, was I actually was there? I actually there? Was I just or... dreaming it? Or was I physically removed to another place? Yes, only God knows whether I was in my body or outside my body. But I do know that I was caught up to paradise and heard things so astounding that they cannot be expressed... In words, things no human is allowed to tell. Can you just imagine that? Like, whatever that is right there. Well, no, because he never talked about it. I know, but it's just like... That's what I'm saying is that he wasn't... I don't... don't, He says that cannot be expressed in words. Yeah. And these are the things that we have to look forward to. Right. Like... We were talking about that mm -hmm. yesterday again. Well, and like you said, too, no wonder every time he was, I mean, he just laid out all these times he was beaten with rods and stoned and whipped and, you know, all these different things. And he's going, all right, <laughs> like, I know what I, I know what's lo- coming. I know what I'm looking forward to. <laughs> That's why he's explaining. Yeah, I was, I've, I've done all these things, servant of Christ. And yeah. And while we do not coming. know exact. Oh, oh dude. Okay, Brandon just knocked over his glass and it poured out his tea all over our table and everything. So that's what that was. We kind of don't remember what we're saying. I think it was something along the lines of um, the focus being on why it is so important that we are heavenly minded and that we do truly understand, although we cannot know exactly what it was that Paul saw what this vision was right he says it was so amazing like i can't even express this in words no human is allowed to tell this but we can understand a 
portion of these things to come and things like Randy Alcorn's book Heaven and Heaven for Kids those are such wonderful tools it's just scripture it's not other ideas but it's sitting down and going let's look at what scripture does tell us we need to understand that this is what everything we're doing is going toward we, we need to truly understand that we need to dispel this notion that heaven is us floating around in clouds playing harps you know the eternal dentist you mm -hmm. know so to say where it's just you know mundane and boring we need to truly understand this so that as we turn away from the ways of this world and our eyes are set on our home in heaven and not here we we understand what all of the sacrifice and the struggle and everything is for um obviously paul lived this out so i think that's important that we all understand this and i think that's an area where most of us are probably lacking in in really understanding and being encouraged in so now you can kick it back up in verse five that experience is worth boasting about but i'm not gonna do it <laughs> i will boast only about my weaknesses if i wanted to boast i would be no fool in doing so because i would be telling the truth but I won't do it because I don't want anyone to give me credit beyond what they see in my life or hear in my message. Amen. Mm -mm. Even though I have received such wonderful revelations from God, so to keep me from becoming proud, I was given a thorn in my flesh, a messenger from Satan to torment me and keep me from becoming proud. Three different times I begged the Lord to take it away. Each time he said, my grace is all you need. My power works best in weakness. So now I am glad to boast about my weaknesses so that the power of Christ can work through me. That's why I take pleasure in my weaknesses and in the insults, hardships, persecutions, and troubles that I suffer for Christ. For when I am weak, then I am strong. There's many different uh, theories on what the thor Paul's thorn in the flesh was. Mm -hmm. Some contend it was some sort of eyesight problem. I don't believe that at all because Paul explains that it's a messenger from Satan uh, that keeps tormenting him and harassing him to keep him from being proud. So to me, this sounds like a literal, you know, um, living with the results of his persecution of the church he constantly was attacked um you know in the way of probably self-esteem mm -hmm. you know in so many different ways uh, and this was just a literal uh, literal thing and i love the way that we've we say it at least six or seven times i think on this but <laughs> Yeah. But the Paul movie that it's called the Apostle Paul. Oh, it's phenomenal! It's, you oh my gosh, it's amazing. So they did a great job in it. They took some liberties, but it was great. Jim Chavetzel's in it, which if you can get past him being Jesus, Jesus yeah. and, and pretend that he's Luke, it's a great movie. And uh, they did this this part the way that they uh, translated this onto the screen was I thought was brilliant. So. Everybody should go check that out. It really is so great. And, I mean, our kids have watched it. I think it's important to understand the persecution that these people were under at this time. Um, it, it's hard Plus to stomach. Plus, they did a really cool job of showing Aquila and Priscilla during this whole period. Cause this Which this we period. adore. Yeah. Um, but they really, yeah, they really did a great job with it. And um, 
every time we talk about it, the final scene in that movie, like... Boy, that'll make you cry every time. It stops me dead in my tracks just thinking about it randomly throughout mm-hmm. my day. <laughs> it's fantastic. So just yeah. go watch the movie and then talk to us about how much you loved it, too. <laughs> yeah. All right. Chapter... Wait. Are we in a new chapter yet? No. I lost my place completely. Oh. <laughs> what are you talking about? I didn't think No, so. verse 11 of chapter 12. Where are you? I don't know. Okay, verse 11. I didn't even scroll down. I don't know what happened here. Yep, that's right. Verse 11. You've made me act like a fool. You ought to be writing commendations for me, for I am not inferior to these super apostles, even though I am nothing at all. When I was with you, I certainly gave you proof that I am an apostle, for I patiently did many signs and wonders and miracles among you. That's what separates apostles from people that think they're apostles nowadays. (laughs) Verse 13. The only thing I failed to do, which I do in the other churches, was to become a financial burden to you. Please forgive me for this wrong. Again, note his sarcasm. Yeah, I love how sarcastic he is. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. He's like the Willy Wonka. He is, yeah. No, please don't. (laughs) Okay, verse 14. Now I am coming to you for the third time, and I will be a and I will not be a burden to you. I don't want what you have; I want you. After all, children don't provide for their parents; rather, parents provide for their children. I will gladly spend myself and all I have for you, even though it seems the more I love you, the less you love me. Some of you admit I was not a burden to you, but others still think I was sneaky and took advantage of you by trickery. But how? Did any of the men I sent to you take advantage of you? When I urged Titus to visit you and sent our brother with him, did Titus take advantage of you? No, for we have the same spirit and walk in each other's steps, doing things the same way. Perhaps you think we were saying the things just to defend ourselves. No, we tell you this as Christ's servants, and with God as our witness. Everything we do, dear friends, is to strengthen you. For I am afraid that when I come I won't like what I find. And you won't like my response. I'm afraid that I will find quarreling, jealousy, anger, selfishness, slander, gossip, arrogance, and disorderly behavior. Yes, I'm afraid that when I come again, God will humble me in your presence. And I will be grieved because many of you have not given up your old sins. You have not repented of your impurity, sexual immorality, and eagerness for lustful pleasure. So huge notes to be had there, considering he just gave a list of things that we should have completely removed from our lives. Because if Paul is going to feel this grieved by these people not giving up their sins, how on earth must God feel? Mm -hmm. Are you kidding me? All right. We're in 13. Yep. This is the third time I am coming to visit you. And as the scriptures say, the facts of every case must be established by the testimony of two or three witnesses. I have already warned those who had been sinning when I was there on my second visit. Now I again warn them and all others, just as I did before, that the next time I will not spare them. That's pretty serious. I will give you all the proof you want that Christ speaks through me. Christ is not weak when he deals with you. He is powerful among you. Although he was crucified in weakness, he now lives by the power of God. We too are weak just as Christ was, but when we deal with you, we will be alive with him and will have God's power. 
Examine yourselves to see if your faith is genuine. Test yourselves. Surely you know that Christ Jesus is among you. If not, you have failed the test of genuine faith. As you test yourselves, I hope you will recognize that we have not failed the test of apostolic authority. We pray to God you will not do what is wrong by refusing our correction. I hope we won't need to demonstrate our authority when we arrive. <laughs> do the right thing before we come, even if it makes it like, look like we have failed to demonstrate our authority. For we cannot oppose the truth, but must always stand for the truth. We are glad to seem weak if it helps show you that you are actually strong. We pray that you will become mature. I am writing this to you before I come, hoping that I won't need to deal severely with you when I do come. For I want to use the authority the Lord has given me to strengthen you, not to tear you down. Dear brothers and sisters, I close my letter with these last words. Be joyful. Grow to maturity. Encourage each other. Live in harmony and peace. Then the God of love and peace will be with you. Greet each other with a sacred kiss. All of God's people here send you their greetings. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. Amen. Any and closing remarks on Corinthians that you want to... I think that was that was pretty much it. We I can't wait to get started on Romans. Mm -hmm. um, I had a blast doing for Second Corinthians. I know that both of these books come up consistently in everything that I do on a daily basis, so it's fun to go through the whole book. Well, and the uh, point of this is we want to be in the word reading. It's not about what we say, what anybody says, what does the word say, and so we want to be in it reading. If there is something that, I mean, Brandon could stop every couple verses and go on and on and on discussing them, but that's not what we're trying to do here. Mm -hmm. But if you, if there's something that we have read at any point that you would like to discuss mm -hmm. further, sure, yeah. please comment, email, message, whatever, let us know. We're happy to do so. Um, we're just, we want to be encouraging not only ourselves and our family, but other families as well to just dive into the word every day, read it, let it speak to you, let it shape you and form your lives. Um, but we are more than happy to answer questions, discuss things, um, all of that, you know, with specific you know reference to the stuff that we read so just let us know if there's anything specifically that you'd like to go into further um and brandon will be happy to do that yep that's it yep all right we'll see you guys tomorrow